Hi, this is Dawn Shereen. This is my podcast, Dance with Bipolar. So I'm doing a walk and talk right now um, by the tracks on the pathway. Okay, anybody who's... Anyway, we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, so uh, I'm walking and talking because, first of all, I was going to do it <clears throat> there. And then it got wicked cold and the wind just started blowing like crazy. And then as I was getting up to do this, I noticed that there was a dude sitting like, I don't know, two or three rocks up from me. Um, Looked like he had some pretty bad intent on his mind. So, um, God, I guess, was the one who was like telling me, like, just get up and start walking, beside the fact it's cold. And I guess he is the one who started the wind. So I would be cold, so I would walk, right? Something like that. Um, out of, just came out of, well, didn't just come out of church, but came out of church a little while ago, and, um, it was a really decent message about giving up your dreams, <laughs> so maybe we could talk about this for a minute, and then I can get into what's been going on in the house that's really got me, um, pretty, pretty fired up, I guess is a really good way to put it, um, maybe fired up in the wrong way, but fired up nonetheless, hold on a second. Okay, so, uh, so, don't give up your dream, right? What does that mean? Well, I mean, I know that he was talking about it in the biblical sense of, maybe not, actually. But anyway, so, he started talking about Joseph and how he had prophecy and how he was maligned and persecuted and pretty much sold pretty much sold by his brothers because he was different and he saw things that no one else saw and he spoke of these things to maybe the wrong people and um, they thought he was a well I don't know if they thought he was a lunatic I think that they were scared of him (laughs) because what he prophesied was um, pretty scary right pretty well if you don't know the story of Joseph and his technicolor coat I actually suggest that you watch the movie and enjoy the songs. Um, that's just me, you know, the blasphemer. Anyway, so um, so we talked about, um, you know, how you give up your dreams because people laugh at you, they make fun of you, they put you down, they try to steal your dream because maybe they're jealous, or maybe like in Joseph's case, they're scared of what the dreams are, or maybe just because they're just flat out haters and they don't want anybody to do anything they don't want anybody to do anything period because they don't or can't or won't or just don't have a capability of doing anything by hating right so I'm not sure well I mean that's kind of what I got out of the message right but I mean and and this is going to go to what I'm talking about in the house and I'm going to tie it all together with um probably not a really pretty bow but I'm going to tie it together somehow so Somebody in the house has decided that I am their assignment from God. (laughs) The only assignment, the only person thing that I'm an assignment to is God. Okay, so right there, I'm like, wow, are we just a little bit full of ourselves and think that, you know, maybe because we got a little bit more time in this program three times over, um... And, you know, so three times over, it doesn't mean you ever failed, right? It doesn't mean you ever had a bad spell. 
right? You're perfect. So, um, kind of in deep resentment of this person right now, and I have to be careful because, um, though she's three times in the program, which means she failed twice, she can kind of throw me under the bus. So, I have to, um, I have to keep my, uh, resentment is a good word to her on the down low. And yes, I've been, um, talking to God about this and I've been, I don't know that I have anything to repent because she's the one who's basically telling me that I'm nothing and that if I don't do this, 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 and this, then I shouldn't be in the discipleship program. And the fact that she's doing this to me and not with love, okay, which is, you know, the way that we can get around basically criticizing people straight off is um, if we do it with love, right? So if she say, you know, I really love you, Dawn, but you're being an asshole. Well, I guess that's better than, you know, just like making me feel like shit. Okay, and then she's like, well, we're going to build up your self-esteem. And it's like, yeah, this is the military, isn't it? You're going to build up my self-esteem by ripping me open and then not giving me any band-aids, but just stapling me together. Okay, so I'm not really digging this, and I'm not really digging that she thinks I'm her assignment. Because little did she know the minute she said that... Whether I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be the hardest assignment she's ever had. I mean, and um, she's she's sure she's gonna pass it, and I'm sure that I can throw more shit at her than she could even imagine, and not mean any of it, and just see where it floats to. Because right now I don't trust her. I don't trust a lot of people right now. A lot of people that I thought were my friends that you know were like, oh, come to me with anything, come to me with this and that and whatever, and then I do, and the next thing I know, it's being brought to somebody else and then it's being brought to somebody else and then it's like well that was a fucking stupid idea for me to think that I could trust anybody and actually open up and tell anybody anything I feel so that's why I have the podcast so uh yeah there's that because I would rather open up to you know tens of thousands of you guys instead of um instead of you know opening up to one person who's basically just going to throw me under the bus and um, then think that they did something godly and something right about it and, um, you know, didn't actually do damage to me in a loving way, right? It's just ridiculous to me. I'm doing the best I can, you know, and um, it's like everybody just thinks I should get over Christopher, I should get over Doc, I should get over Peanut. I'm going to sneeze. Excuse me. And, um... You know, it's like, I am, I'm, I'm over it a lot more than I was a year ago. I'm over it a lot more, well, not peanuts so much, because it hasn't been a year, but, I mean, I'm over it more than I was, you know, six months ago when I lost everything. Um, I'm, I'm over Christopher a lot more than I was a year ago. You know, I'm out of bed, I'm not just sobbing all the time, you know, and it's like, these people obviously didn't know Christopher, because if they had known Christopher, they would realize the loss that the world suffered when Christopher died. So I'm just kind of, I'm kind of just, um, I'm kind of just really, I think, hurt and just, um, I'm a little bit pissed off with the lack of compassion that is coming through, you know, and then, uh, there's just other stuff coming up where, like, I'm just, I'm just, like, afraid to live, like, do anything because no matter what I do, people are going to judge me and the only person that's really supposed to judge me is God, you know, I mean, and yeah, the wonderful director there, she doesn't judge me, but, you know, she sets me straight, 
and she does it she does it in a loving way and so I'm not offended when she says anything and I'm grateful for her input in my life because everything she says to me is true and she also gives me useful advice as to how to repair the stuff I'm doing that might not be quite a hundred percent on the good side of life right as to this person who is now doing the comparison well this happened to me and this happened to me and I don't tell everybody my shit all my shit they know little bits and pieces of it they know why I'm they kind of know why I'm here they know part of it still not going to give up the full story why would I do that knowing that I can't trust these people you know I mean so I guess what I'm alright so let me see if I can tie it up now so um so the she and, oh so and she told me today that um you know to ask God for sign hold on so I did so I asked God for a sign so I don't know if the sign was the, the message in the sermon today or if the sign was all the birds I've seen today or if the sign was the fact that I begged God to make her stop and I just came into the clarity that maybe she's not everything she says she is, right? So maybe that's a trifecta of signs. I don't know. But I do know that I'm not going to consider everything she says as, um, as gold anymore. And um, I guess I'm going to try to say to you guys, like, I know we're all judged, right? We're judged because we have this diagnosis. And I'm even experiencing... Oh, it was snow. It's starting to snow. And I'm even starting to experience this in the house with a whole bunch of people who have diagnoses yet because I am not 100% joyful all the time right now, which doesn't mean I'm not happy. It just means I'm not, you know, skipping and jumping and throwing confetti everywhere. Um, you know, I'm being judged and they're all wanting me to go and get my meds changed and go do all this and all that and it's like I guess you guys have never experienced a grief so deep that that it just takes your breath away right you know am I ruminating on Christopher 24-7 no I'm not um am I ruminating on God 24-7 yes I am is Christopher part of God absolutely so there you go you can figure that out on your own but am I specifically sitting here crying 24-7 about Christopher's death no I'm not, and I'm not dying, I'm not doing that about Doc, and I'm not doing that about Peanut, and I'm not doing that about my house, and I'm not doing that about my lifestyle that I lost, and I'm not doing that about my friends that I lost, and I'm not doing that about everything I lost to get here, because I understand that ultimately everything I lost had to go in order for me to get here, alright, I also understand that this situation with this person in the house is a lesson, okay, and it's a lesson about who you believe and, um, you know, all this. And, you know, from what I understand in the house, I'm supposed to go back to the Bible now and find, hold on, and find some kind of um, biblical, biblical uh, passage. It's not the right word, but, um, you know, biblical passage about this situation particularly and how... Um, how I'm supposed to do this biblically when right, I basically feel betrayed um, hence Jesus right starting to sleep and um, snowing snowing sleeping it's doing something miserable so I'm glad I'm walking back um, so you know I don't know 
like, I don't know what to do with this. And, like, so I'm doing the thing I'm told to do in discipleship. And um, I'm asking God. And um, God made me start walking back to the house, which is ironic. But, you know, maybe that's a sign, right? God, what am I supposed to do? Get up and go. Because it's going to rain, snow, sleet, do something nasty. And you're going to be caught out in the elements. Um, even though it wasn't supposed to snow... T- Okay, maybe that's my sign. Okay, so um, I can legitimately handle that. And um, it's really starting to come down. It's funny. It's actually really funny. I'm glad I got mittens. Even though, oh, so she made fun of my mittens today, too. And said they were the ugliest things she's ever seen. And um, you know, that made me feel really good, too. Like, what else are you going to judge me on, right? I mean, what else, what else is it that you can come up with? Because you are so absolutely perfect. And, um, you know... You've never done anything wrong in your life. You know, you are the epitome of what I am supposed to become. Not. Never. Never. I'm going to remain Dawn. Um, so, am I, is there any tie-in together on this? So, like, people judge you, right, and you have two choices. You can either take what they say with a grain of salt and let it just roll off. Well, actually, you've got three choices. You can take what they say. You can discern what you need and what actually you know, is useful, and then let the rest of it roll off your back, or you can just basically think in your head that this person is a freaking idiot, they know nothing about you because you haven't told them everything, so they're piecing together what they think is your life with an eighth of the information, and then they're just, you know, they're making it their own gospel, and um, I just think it's ridiculous, you know, and then she's like, oh, you should... You know, you got to go tell the director this, and I guess I am. And uh, you got to go do this, and you got to go do that. And it's like, you know, I am not going to be you ever. And the fact that you never cry about anything, that you think you're better than other people, and you think that you are worthy of giving advice to people that you literally barely know, you know, is... um. I don't know. I just see something wrong with this picture. Now, I know we're, I know we're led to um, help people, right? I get that. And I know we're led to serve. I get that. But I don't think anywhere does it say that we are led to judge and to make people feel awful and to disregard people's feelings or to disregard their grief. I mean, even in the Beatitudes... It says something about, well, not necessarily grief, but those who mourn. Blessed are those who mourn, right? So, I don't remember. Blessed are those who mourn because they will... uh, I don't know, and I'm walking right now, so I can't actually pull my Bible out and find the rest of the verse. But you can if you want to. It's in the Beatitudes. And um, so, you know, and then... So maybe I'm judging a little bit, but I really don't think I'm judging. I think I'm just stating my case against this person that they they have no right well okay they have all right they have right to free speech okay let me blah 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 but they don't just what she is doing is wrong and then she started telling me things about what staff has said about me and some other stuff that's come up and then she's like oh i wouldn't have told you this if i thought you were going to take it so hard well you know Maybe you should be really careful of somebody whose self-esteem you're worried about and then just telling them all this shit that people have said about me 
and, and make me not like be concerned about who I can talk to, although I have figured out who the staff member was that she was referring to, and um, I see a big hypocritical shit going on there, but um, again, you know, I can guarantee that this person doesn't listen to the podcast, so, but I'm, I'm still just going to stop it there, and the people who listen to it, who are in the know, are in the know, and that's all I'm going to say, and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, because that's basically what this is all about, is having been thrown under the bus, because I'm not joyful 24-7. Everything in the Bible has opposites. Everything. There's good and bad, all right? You've got to feel one to know the other. you got to be poor to be rich. you got to, you know, there's all this stuff, and so... Just because I'm not jumping around doing cartwheels, you know, throwing out unicorn poop, doesn't mean that I'm not happy. Joyful? You know, we're working on it. Christopher's birthday is just a couple weeks past, and, uh, you know, his... You know, and I may never get through... uh, I may get through what happened, but I can guarantee I will never get over it. Will I always have a little bit of guilt? Probably. Have I asked God for forgiveness every day? You know, have I, uh, um, shoot, it's starting to really snow hard. Have I, um, oh my God, asked him to forgive me. The word has just gone flying right out of my head. I have, you know, and have I forgiven myself? Well, you know, that might be the hard one to an extent, but, you know, stuff comes up. And then stuff like this where people think I should just get over it. And then where they just don't understand, you know. Just, oh, I had a boyfriend who hung himself too. Well, Christopher didn't hang himself. He blew his brains out, okay. And I wasn't there to help him. And I wasn't, I wasn't around because I was in my own fucking mess because of somebody else that I thought. Anyway, we all know about that. Just go back to last August and you get the whole. Last August? Two Augusts ago. You get the whole 911 on that shit. Because um, I really don't want to get into it right now. You know. And the fact that she thinks she can be my therapist. That she thinks that she can. Yeah, I'm just done. You know. And then she's like, well, if you don't deal with your problems, it's going to cause you to run. And it's like, no, I am dealing with my problems. And I'm doing it on my own time. And God and I got a thing going on. We're working together on this. And if I rush this and just get all better like yesterday, I'm not going to be all better. You know, and this is part of what people aren't getting. You know, I can heal really fast. I can heal. Train. (laughs) Okay, anyway, that was pretty... I saw the train coming. I didn't think. Anyway, that's on me. But, um... So, yeah, I can heal... You know, I can heal super quick and just, like, get over it, right, so to speak. But does that mean I'm really going to heal from it? Not really. It's like letting a broken bone heal without getting it set, you know? There's pain in healing. I mean, and that's really all there is to it. There's no set time. And this I know because I took nine months grief group, which, again, you can go back and listen to those wonderful months of nine months solid, a grief group after Christopher died. And, um, you know, people are different. I guess that's the best thing. Like, 
you know, I cry in church. I do. Not all the time and not like, um, you know, not like, um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Not like, uh, I don't know, violently, I guess, okay? But that's not, that's not the right word, but, um, I want to, maniacally is the word that keeps coming up, but that's not the right word either, but, um, I do. I cry, you know, because things are touching me, and... I'm starting to seriously understand things, or at least get a better comprehension on things than I ever had. Things are starting to make sense. Things are starting to come together. Things are, the puzzle is starting to um, have more than edges, you know? And uh, it hurts, and it's scary, and it's, um, it's wounding and healing at the same time, you know? And the fact that people can't understand this, you know, I haven't... I haven't been out of this situation in Lakeside for a year, okay? I think maybe we're just broaching on six months. And you know, and how people can get over stuff like that so quickly just means that they didn't really care about what they were doing. They don't care, they didn't care about their life before. They didn't care about their, their anything. They didn't love what they had, which, okay, and that right there is a problem within the Bible, right? Because you're not supposed to be of the world and well, okay, so wait, let me backtrack off a minute. You're supposed to love all people, but you're not supposed to be of the world. I'm going to have to ponder that one. Anyway, um, yeah, so as you can tell, the traffic is getting heavier, and um, I'm close to, um, I'm close to home. I'm kind of losing my train of thought here because it's snowing pretty hard and I'm afraid it's going to turn to rain. And then if it turns to rain, it's going to be super miserable. I'm thinking about chapel tonight. I'm thinking about if I'm going to be able to come in and take a hot shower and like warm up these bones. I'm thinking if this person is going to jump all over my shit again as soon as I walk in the door because I'm not joyful. You know, and uh, you know, nothing for nothing, but I'm just starting to think that her joyful nature is a cover for how miserable she actually is. You know, third time's a charm, right? And I don't plan on doing this three times. You know, this is, um, this is my one, this is my one, well, my one time in discipleship school. I'm going to forever be a disciple, but in discipleship school, you know, and then she's trying to tell me that not to take it seriously and not to treat it like school and but it's an education and I'm going to treat it as I want to and I'm going to absorb it how I need to and um you know who's to say that maybe she's not a wolf in sheep's clothing you know who's to say a lot of these people that are in my life right now aren't wolves in sheep's clothing who speak a really good word but underneath it is really trying to crucify the sheep Great. And, uh, oh, what a cool car. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just really kind of, I'm just really going to have to kind of start to walk my own path again and just stop trusting people and let them judge. You know, uh, seriously, what anybody else's opinion of me is, is none of my freaking business. And the fact that she made it my business just shows that she really honestly doesn't have my best interest in mind. That she's trying to dig a wedge that uh, 
that there's something grievously wrong with the way that she is trying to um, um, make me her assignment. Which <laughs> that really kind of that's really problematic to me. Um, let me think. Um, Seekjesus.co for cool swag. Um, um, self pause for daily affirmations at ticketselfpause.com um, for daily affirmations. Dancingwithbipolar.com if you want to contact me. Uh, I got a bunch of interviews for a bunch. I got two coming up. Um, one of the 29th of this month for culture class, and then one on the 12th of April for Revive Ministries. So, um, I'll let you know more about them when they happen, but um, they're already already booked. So, these are going to happen. Unlike before, I'm not going to start missing my interviews and just start getting all lazy and stuff. Um, Those days are over. Oh, what else? Dangelo Bipolar on Instagram. Follow me. Um, Don Shirin Bernard on Facebook, although I'm almost capped out on there and um, I do not answer messages on there. I don't have Messenger installed. So if that's all you want to do is hit me up to message me. Facebook is not the place to do it. DenzelBipolar.com has a contact sheet. You can hit me up. Um, if you want to be on my show, that's the place to go or DenzelBipolar at Yahoo.com is the email for the show. So you can hit me up in any or all of those places. Hi South Africa. Thank you so much. Kazakhstan still holding it down and uh, everywhere else that listens to the show, man. I love you guys. Without you, there'd be no show and I'm coming to Traffic Alley. So this is Dawn Shreen. This is my podcast, Into Bipolar. And hey, let's all stay alive, okay? Later.